0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Valley Business Radio, spotlighting the Valley's best businesses and the people who lead them. Hello and welcome to Valley Business Radio, where we tell the stories that traditional media tends to ignore and help connect you to the right people. I'm your host, Dr. Adrian McIntyre, and I'm joined in the studio today by Scott Hansen, publisher of the Arizona 100. Now, this is a series we're doing every other week here because the Arizona 100 is a unique publication. It comes out twice a month. It's a digital publication that provides quick and concise yet thorough and interesting stories about events and people and the news that's really shaping the agenda throughout the state. Scott, you have been... In the state for a long time. Your role here at HMA Public Relations gives you a unique view on the state. uh, And the Arizona 100 is a unique way to reflect that back to businesses and communities throughout the state. Tell us a little bit about why you wanted to be involved in this in the first place, and then we'll talk about what's coming up in this issue.
1: Well, there are so many things that are covered uh, in the news, and there are a lot of things that are not covered. And we really wanted a forum uh, for thought leadership and for Uh, things that you might not see in the mainstream media. And uh, all of the articles are exactly 100 words, which is kind of fun. Uh, And it poses a challenge for our writing staff to come up with these articles that are exactly 100 words. But, you know, you can get what you need uh, to know in
0: in a, a short amount of time. This is a publication that's available online, but it also comes as a, as a newsletter into the inbox. It's free to subscribe. We'll have all the information about that at the end. But you've got an issue coming up. And what are some of the stories? What are some of the things that we're going to learn about in the next issue?
1: Well, uh, we have quite a few articles. And one the, one of the top articles is uh, uh, the best and the worst states to start a business. Well, you've started a business here. I have. In Arizona, uh, of course, me, me as well. And uh, Arizona ranks um, seventh.
0: That's not bad. You know, one of the things that really attracted me to Arizona was the fact that it's a very interesting, very business-friendly environment. And at some level, it's still kind of early. I mean, it's a it's a fast-developing area. There's a lot of incentives and just a lot of benefits.
1: Well, there, and I think you and I were just talking before we went in the air about the international aspect of business here, in, in particularly in Arizona, and particularly with Mexico, we do have so many opportunities. Uh, that are available to us. And uh, uh, some of the key indicators for the survey that was done by WalletHub related to this article, uh, startups per capita, five-year survival rate uh, on businesses. You know, I I used to hear that once you made it past the second year, you were good to go, but uh, they looked at it as five years. Labor costs, uh, job growth, and access to resources, all things that they considered in this report. And, uh, of course, there's, there's an article about it in this
0: upcoming Arizona 100. You know, making it into the top 10 of, of anything good is always something worth celebrating. And I, and I think it's an indicator that Arizona really is a contender, not just for small business, but the, the large companies that are either relocating their headquarters here or opening additional locations here. It's a real indication that, that a lot of positive movement in the economy here in Arizona.
1: Right. And we have the list of who the top 10 are. And, of course, we also have the list of who the bottom 10 are. And it's interesting. It's it just, a, again, a quick read, but it'll give you a, a real snapshot of, of business-friendly states and maybe not-so-friendly business
0: states. Yeah. What else you got going on here?
1: Well, um, the Chase building team uh, has broken ground on uh, on Tucson Union, uh, Tucson's Union on 6th uh, down in Southern Arizona. And it's uh, going to be an uh, apartment complex, and, and it's right in downtown uh, Tucson. And they're expected to open it up uh, in 2020. And Um, That whole area in in downtown Tucson is really revitalizing and a lot of cool things happening down there. And uh, the article by Barry Chase talks about some of the things that uh, will be included in this complex, pool, fitness center, parking, direct access to the 4th Avenue Entertainment District, which is really kind of a fun area in Tucson if you ever get a chance.
0: You know, in such a fast-growing state, someone who has a pulse on the finger of that is always the the construction and building industry. We've had two different folks from Chase Building Team on Valley Business Radio, and they have a fascinating perspective uh, on different developments. They're, of course, involved in everything from uh, public sector projects to nonprofits, education, uh, commercial, just a lot, of, a lot of things worth paying attention to.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we were talking about the best states to do business in, I think Uh, Chase Building Team is a great example of a business that is just booming because of what's going on in our economy. And they've got it figured out, that's for sure.
0: You know, speaking of education, one of the things that is commonly lamented is that kids don't get a lot of training in school in some of the things that come to matter a lot in life. And one of those is financial literacy. You've got a story about that. What's going on here?
1: Right. Paris Davis from Washington Federal has written an article um, really talking about children need regular lessons in financial literacy. And you know, I can remember growing up here and uh, we actually learned those things in school, how to balance a checkbook, how to write a check. Things along those lines. Well, the schools aren't doing much of that or as much of it anymore, and it often falls on the parents to handle that kind of stuff outside of the classroom. And uh, so, you know, I think as, as a banker, uh, Paris sees this on a regular basis and understands that there is a significant need for that in our community to make sure that, that our kids understand what financial literacy is all about. How to how to operate,
0: and, and even when it's not a checkbook anymore, uh, you know maybe it's your Venmo balance. But right. in any case, right. the the dollars and cents still matter, and knowing how to keep track of that is super important.
1: Right, it certainly is, and you know I think there's a lot of uh, things that that we had opportunities as kids growing up. For example, you know if you had a paper route, you had to you had to sort of know how much money you were spending and how much you're getting, or if you mowed yards for a living, or if you babysat, any of those types of things.
0: As you were a kid growing up, you kind of learned those things. But today there's much less of that. And And it's different. I mean, I think that, you know, with the rise of the gig economy and a lot more opportunities for freelancing and the side hustle and things, it's certainly changing. And so keeping abreast of that, the fundamentals still matter. And keeping abreast of those changes is very important. It
1: is. It is. And, you know, uh, everybody likes something free, right? Yes. <laughs> so uh, on Saturday, July 27th, National Chicken Tender Day, uh, both the PDQs, Arizona restaurants, they have one in Tempe, one in Paradise Valley, offering free, fresh, never frozen chicken tenders. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Free chicken, yeah, on the twenty seventh, right? And PDQ stands for People Dedicated to Quality. So, uh, good chicken tenders available and, uh, at both of their
0: Arizona locations. That's not what I remember it standing for from when I was a kid. No. But I'm glad to <laughs> see this is uh, this has <laughs> been reclaimed for a new cause. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. And you know, so much of what we're seeing now uh, in 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 the way we consume media is social media. Uh, Eric Olson from Fast Turtle has uh, has an article in this next Arizona 100 about how social media has made it easier for businesses and brands to reach out. Uh, but he's also uh, emphasizing the importance of having a call to action. So there's an article, this this Arizona 100, about that.
0: That's that's super important. I talk to a lot of business owners that are really trying to, especially the, the, the solopreneurs, the small businesses, even, you know, medium-sized businesses that are still somewhat firmly planted in the traditional ways of doing business. Uh, And there's a lot of noise out there about digital and online things. So having an expert like Eric Olson really provides some clarity about this key concept, a call to action. You've got to give an opportunity for someone to do something. Uh, And so that's, that's very important. It is. It is. So, are you a cigar guy? You know, I have I have sampled a few cigars. I'm not uh, in any way a connoisseur, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, tell me what you got about cigars. Here. Well, uh, came across a very interesting story. Um,
1: Fumar Cigars started uh, here in Arizona back in 1995, and uh, the the owner of the company is really a, uh, an interesting guy. He's been very successful. He created what's called a concierge c- cigar concierge, where he will go into resorts or golf clubs, or country clubs, and sort of set up the cigar stand, if you will. And he's been so successful in doing this, uh, that he, and he, his success has allowed him, he's taken more than a million cigars to American troops around the world, hand-delivered them uh, for their own private cigar parties or things like that for troops that are stationed
0: abroad. This is something beyond the cigar, and that's, that's a phenomenal expression of this. This drive towards personalization and high-touch concierge services is certainly something I'm seeing a lot more of. You see it in the wine mm-hmm. world. You see it in yeah. any, anywhere where the, people's tastes and then the complexity of the, of the product offerings available create an information gap. Right. And, um, you know, we had a while back, we had uh, Megan Greenwood from Greenwood Brews, which is a local women-owned brewing company here in Arizona. And she was speaking about this with regard to beer. A lot of people feel intimidated, especially women who might like beer, but feel sort of intimidated by the complexity of craft beer. Really interesting to see the way that forward-thinking business owners uh, like Fumar Cigars are really thinking about ways to serve their Audience, their their customers, and also the locations like the resorts and golf clubs and private clubs that might uh, want to provide that service, right? And then to
1: see what 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 they've done with their success to give back, and, absolutely. Um, obviously, uh, Fumar Cigars is is uh, committed to supporting the United States service people, and uh, so I think that's really a, kind of a cool story.
0: Absolutely. Now, summertime travel, stressful traffic, long road trips. Uh, you've got a story in here about backseat driving. Right, right. Uh, which some of <laughs> us may have experienced once or twice in our lives. What's this all about?
1: Well, Mark Witter from Sanderson Ford uh, has written an article in this coming Arizona 100 about Ford Motor Company doing a study that found that 52% of the backseat drivers felt compelled to speak up due to their lack of trust in either the driver or the other drivers on the road. Um, so um, basically, uh, he's got some tips on on how to block that out and, and how to make your travel just a little bit safer this summer uh, as you're traveling around the state or if you're traveling around uh, beyond the state. We've also got an article uh, uh, that talks about uh, it might be easier to get around the state just a little bit. Um, the two companies, Sun Construction and uh, 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 Kiwi Infrastructure West Company, have completed the Ina Road uh, interchange in Marana, which is just north of Tucson. And uh, so that should make things a lot easier if you're traveling South between Phoenix and Tucson, or headed down to Mexico or El Paso or uh, wherever you might be headed uh, this hot summer season.
0: They've just broken ground on this. Uh, it's a major interchange. is part of the improvements that they're doing there, um, as well as of course improving all of the drainage and retaining walls and lighting and utility. These are things that sometimes when we're on the road we take for granted. Uh, but when they're not there, they can not only cause safety concerns but also you know increase delays and frustration. So that's that's an exciting project. And there's a uh, there's some other things going on on the building side of things. What's the story about this hotel in Arizona?
1: Well, I think this is kind of an unusual story. Uh, there's a new hotel called Ambiente, a landscape hotel. It's going to open in Sedona and a uh, very interesting place. Um, it's going to have 40 cube-shaped guest atriums, each elevated above the ground by steel piers. And, and uh, they'll have tinted glass and, and rusted metal and uh, sort of a... Uh, back to nature hotel, if you will. I'm kind of interested to see what this is going to uh,
0: look like. You know, I, I saw I saw pictures of of this, or there well, were artist renditions or something. But in any case, the idea here is to really blend the new construction into the natural landscape, so that instead of being an eyesore or something imposed on the the natural hills and and uh, vegetation, it's really integrated into the topography. Uh, and there's not, there's good sustainability reasons as well as aesthetic reasons right. for doing that.
1: Yeah, almost like a, like a, I don't know, a theme park, if you will, <laughs> for nature lovers and people that really uh, are into that kind of thing, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing that project unfold. And
1: then here in town, uh, in the Phoenix area, um, up at Desert Ridge, uh, the Stir Coffee Bar and Gin and Reel is going to be opening. Um, and it's going to have traditional and adult versions of uh, coffee-type beverages and breakfasts in the morning. And then at night, it turns into, uh, well, uh, kind of an interesting place. It'll have a hidden entrance, uh, it'll be intimate and dark, kind of an old Hollywood vibe with projectors and—, and uh, they won't even have bar stools. They'll have like director's chairs to wow. sit in.
0: So it should be kind of an interesting place. I mean, who doesn't love a good speakeasy, right? Right, right exactly. And uh, man, I tell you, Desert Ridge has got a lot of interesting things going on there. Uh, that's close to us. We live up in Anthem. And uh, so I'm often over there and just the, the unique and and new offerings available there are pretty exciting. Well, Scott, tell folks about how they can subscribe to the Arizona 100 to get all the details uh, about this coming issue, and also get on the list uh, it's free to subscribe, isn't it sure is
1: it's free yes uh, the, the arizona dot com and there's a button to click on to subscribe and uh, and then you get this delivered into your email box uh, twice a month
0: cutting edge stories, a hundred words or a hundred second videos that really give you an update on what's new and interesting around the state of Arizona. Scott Hansen, publisher of the Arizona 100. Thank you for joining us in the studio today. Always a pleasure. Great seeing you. For all of us here at Business Radio X, this is Dr. Adrian McIntyre, and we'll see you next time on Valley Business Radio.